It's time now for Green Visions, a KMD production to encourage green thinking and green actions. Green Visions is made possible by the Minnesota Power Energy Conservation Program, making progress toward a lower carbon energy future. Our conversation today is about the northern hawk owl. It's an iconic bird, but little is known about this species' annual cycle, especially during the winter months. We're talking today with a researcher from UMD, Hannah Tutungi, about the northern hawk owl project. Good morning, Hannah. How are you today? Good morning. I'm doing great. How are you? Just fine. Tell us, why did you choose to do a research project on the northern hawk owl? What is it about this owl that's so interesting? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, this owl is interesting because, like you said, there's just not a lot known about it. So it is one of the least studied birds in North America. It is a whole Arctic species, so that means that it does span into uh, other continents. And so there's more research in Europe um, and uh, kind of those northern latitudes, but there hasn't been a lot done um, on studying this bird in North America. Um, and then specifically in the winter, there's a huge knowledge gap um, of what these birds are doing. So we know that they're coming down to the southern edge of the boreal forest and searching for food, but we don't know you know, how far they're traveling. They're very nomadic. Um, so uh, yeah, it was just a really... Uh, interesting bird uh, that there's not a lot known about that sparked my interest and started my graduate program. It's interesting to know that there's some birds we just haven't studied enough. I I feel like they're always around us, but at the same time, the owl is a very elusive bird because they fly so quietly and they're, they're, to me, seem sort of mysterious in in themselves. So the the northern hawk owl being less researched than even other owls is pretty amazing. Yeah, and what's even a little bit more fascinating is they, they are a low-density species, so that is part mm. of why they're not just, you know, everywhere, um, but they're also eruptive. And what that means is that there are huge fluctuations in their populations due to prey cycles, and so sometimes there's very few that come as far uh, south as northern Minnesota, and then sometimes there are hundreds. Um So it's sort of getting in tune with uh, that type of species that is not always here, but can be here in huge numbers. You you use the term prey cycle. Did I hear you correctly? Yes. Yeah, prey cycle. Is is that Uh, because they're they're a prey of another bird or because of their particular hunting cycle? What does that mean? Yeah, good question. So it is based off of their hunting cycle. So they are primarily eating small mammals. And small mammals generally have a cycle of four years, sort of a boom and bust cycle. Ooh. And so when they kind of go through that bust, when there's low food availability uh, in the boreal forest up in Canada um, and the Arctic, then they're going to come farther south uh, during those eruptive years. So we're talking like field mice and voles and moles? Are we talking mm-hmm. larger rodents? What sort of animal? Yeah, so their primary food source is voles. They particularly like red-backed voles, um, but they will go for, you know, mice and larger rodents like moles and sometimes even squirrels. Or there was a, a photo um, last year in Zach Zimbog of someone uh, capturing a picture of a hawk owl capturing a weasel, which is pretty insane. Huh. Um, so especially when they get desperate, and par- part of my research is actually looking at diet in the winter as well, is that it's thought to have happened anecdotally that they go for birds um, that are available in the winter too, but that has not been been shown yet. Is it is it a larger owl or is it a smaller species? How big is the northern hawk owl? 
Yeah, so it's a medium-sized owl, um, and it kind of gets its name because its body is generally more shaped like a hawk. So it sort of has short, rounded wings and a long tail, but its physiology categorizes it as an owl. And if you're out there, you know, searching for this bird, look at sort of the tops of trees. It really likes to perch high up in the canopy, mm-hmm. um, and it has sort of a dark border along its face um, with kind of, you know, horizontal striping all along its breast, and it's a gorgeous bird. Um, wow. So, so yeah. you're talking about how elusive this bird is. What methods are you using to track it? Are you tagging them? Are you using a team of people to let you know where they're spotted? How does this work? Yeah, that's another great question. So I will be using sort of a novel approach um, using telemetry. So we're using both satellite and cellular transmitters um, that will be attaching to the owls this coming winter. We've ordered 10 units so far. We're hoping to get more. And basically that will give us some really interesting detailed uh, GPS locations of where these birds are going, you know, 24 hours a day. Um, It's a novel project because it's never been done before on hawk owls, putting on these types of transmitters. Mm -hmm. So we're sort of seeing what happens and, you know, potentially seeing what these birds are doing, you know, when they cannot be observed by someone directly. Okay, so now here's my, I don't know much about this question. How do you capture them to get them tagged? (laughs) Yeah, a lot of people ask that question. Um, So hawk owls are really aggressive, and we have federal and UMD permits to do this, but basically you have a lure that's on a line and so you have that just you know sitting out in the snow you know looks like a little rodent and you're moving it around and you're out there you're not in a blind you're fully exposed and you have this big dip net so it's a really gentle material but it's big enough to capture an owl Mm -hmm. that comes in on the rodent and you use that net uh to catch it okay there's one other method um but that is sort of the primary, the primary method of catching them. And it's, it's incredible to see. It's amazing that they do that when you're sitting right there. Yeah. Sounds like the net is a gentle thing, too, so the bird isn't going to get distressed or injured. So that's, that's great. Right. It's a really quick process. The territory, as you say, is very broad. Um, it actually covers continents all around the, the Arctic. Of course, with climate change, um, is there a threat to their habitat in a way that is going to be a problem for the way that they migrate and locate food? Definitely. Yeah. So that's another reason why I chose this species, looking at some climate modeling. If there is sort of a two to three degree increase um, in the boreal forest, so if, you know, the temperature is increasing that much, a lot of hawk owl range is going to be gone. Um, A lot of the boreal forest is not going to be able to be suitable habitat for hawk owls. And so they will gain range farther north. But uh, one key component of both their nesting and wintering behavior is using very, you know, large snags or uh, black spruce tamarack bogs um, for hunting and for nesting. And, you know, up in the tundra, there are not large trees. So there's, there's definitely big concern and population level implications due to climate change. So that is definitely something that, you know, maybe not with my project specifically, but moving forward after studying what these birds are doing in the winter, 
that is of concern uh, for conservation. And your project will certainly give them a better idea about where it likes to be at certain times of the year, so that's helpful. Exactly. We're speaking with Hannah Tutongi, um, a research scientist at uh, UMD. Do you have a website or a place where people can go and learn more about what you're up to? Yeah, so I'm putting together the website right now so I can um, upload those tracks of individual birds once we put the transmitters on them. But I do have an Instagram, um, you know, going with the times of social media. Um, And that handle is N-H-O-W. It's the four-letter code uh, for Northern Hawk Owl. And then project. So if anybody's interested, you can check that out. Yeah, we'll have a link to that on our website later today. Well, Hannah, this is very interesting. I, I look forward to finding out more about what you've discovered after the project is nearing completion. Thank you so much for your information today. Yeah, thank you so much for mm-hmm. having me. Yeah, best of luck. Goodbye. Bye now. Hannah Tushongi, a researcher at UMD, part of the Northern Hawk Owl Project, studying the uh, migratory patterns and living patterns of that uh, somewhat elusive owl here on Green Visions. Green Visions on KMD is made possible by the Minnesota Power Energy Conservation Program, making progress toward a lower carbon energy future.